back. You and I for the Kenai. We're back in the apartment for what appears to be the last time. We are moving out of this space. We'll have a new space soon. Um, and actually, I'm really excited to have our last podcast in this space be a one year later um, with TJ. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to TJ's story before, go find it. Um, it's a really good one. And I have a feeling this one's going to be even better. Um, how's it going today, TJ? You know, right now I still feel like I'm going through a lot of growth because everything just kind of seems scattered. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I've had that feeling before, like when I was brand new. Mm-hmm. Then I went away and I felt like I was like on this just righteous path of recovery <laughs> and saving people. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then I realized like I was so full of <laughs> shit. Oh, and yeah. you know, and then I'm coming back to like just being okay with me, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Doing what I can, you know, mm-hmm. when I can, for mm-hmm. who I can. Yeah. I think there's that part where you, you go from maybe wanting to be a little bit of a hero because you're like, I got out of it. I have, I'm have i capable That's of helping people. Exactly what it was. I got the secret. Like, I figured it out, yeah. guys. I can totally help you out. And then you're like, wait a minute. This is who I want to be, but is this really me? No, it, yeah. And then you just kind of come into your own self. Oh, I can beam that out, dude. I can make it. Like, there's a few people that knew I was full of <laughs> but, you know, people that were close to me. But, right. like, I can, like, the newcomer or, like, somebody I've never met, I can mm-hmm. make them, like, I can manipulate them. Have them, have them believe in whatever I want. Like I'm this right. perfect specimen of recovery. Like I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing it the best ever. Right. Yeah. But at home at night, dude, I'm at, you know alone with myself, and I'm just like, and slowly, but I'm getting okay with me. Right. You know? That's good. And yeah. I, that's a that's another thing too. It's the feedback of getting someone else excited for something. Or just for them to see you as a mentor in somewhere that they yeah, just started yeah. is like a thrilling feeling. Oh, like yeah. to have someone be like, "Oh, really? You're doing this?" and you're just like, "Yeah, That's, yeah, I am doing that." Yeah. Hey. The, the initial, the initial right. feeling of that is great, but then mm-hmm. you have a responsibility to live up to that, and it's hard. And to live you, up you to created that. an image that yes. you can't yeah, even maintain. Exactly. And you're like, "But I'm actually just a regular person. Yeah. Please don't just yeah. watch me too closely." Like, cause. I learned that. I learned that lesson the hard way. Like I would go into the house and. Like, I was super brand new, you know, mm-hmm. still, like, mm-hmm. four, five, six months. And, like, I'd spit hot fire out of the book because I can memorize, you know, the book. Yeah, right. right. And then, you know, they would get out of the house and they'd come live over at Diamond Willow where I was living and then you see the real me. <laughs> you know, and not necessarily that much different, but they'd right. see my flaws and my, you know, character mm-hmm. defects. Right. And then, like, I think it hurt them to know that, like, you know, this big facade I was putting up wasn't me and right. like I'm fallible too so it's not that I'm saying like they were extremely looking up to me I'm just saying like they had well, an idea because it happened mm-hmm. to me you know right. of me and I didn't live up to that and it's like you know wh- who else is lying to me because I had right. the same there's this other guy mm-hmm. you know he talked really good you know and then when I first came in I was like god this guy knows what he's doing you know this right. guy has it mm-hmm. and then you get out and you see him and you in his everyday life or you know you talk to him you realize this guy's a <laughs> you know this right. guy was just, i mean so i didn't i can't remember the realization i didn't want to be that person even though it wasn't to that extent yeah i didn't want to be somebody's false idol false hope yeah you know? right yeah, you yeah. take that pedestal away yeah like as like, soon as possible exactly like, no like, trust me i'm like, like i'm like dude this this is me i'm a mess <laughs> yeah. right. but i'm okay you know right. yeah. like yeah, yeah. that's what that's what my recovery life is like mm-hmm. 
it's okay. Like some days are great, and so other days are very challenging. You know, mm-hmm. and as mm-hmm. I don't blow up on the world today, you know, I don't blow yeah. the world up today with my challenges. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that realism yeah. helps, though. That you people coming in who are new to see that hey, I'm just a regular dude. I got flaws like everyone else, but we're doing it. Yeah, right. I would much rather be a regular dude than some like preacher sitting on a pedestal that everybody looks up to. I'd rather right. be more um, communicable or communicable and uh relatable like, yeah you know sitting next to it. i'm just that you know in my head like i said before i was like big deal you know <laughs> but literally i'm just that dude that's sitting right next to you right you right. know what i mean I, that's yeah. all i want to be i just want to help you where i can be your friend right. whatever whatever it looks like you mm. know whatever the future entails so right and yeah. and i think that um that experience you kind of got both sides of it yeah. you know you, yeah you saw it and then you kind of were it yeah. and you're like Whoa, i think wait. i'm i'm in the middle like I, right. I saw it, I'm in the middle, and I'm growing through that, and then I'll to whatever mm-hmm. else is like I'm supposed to be, whatever right, else right. God entails for me to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Hopefully, it's soon because this is driving me nuts. <laughs> 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 Can appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one of the ways you could notice that if if you were, you know, starting down that path is. The more you feel inclined to hide your mistakes from the people around you, yeah. the less free yeah. you are to live as as an individual. Yeah. Because you go home at the end of the night and you're like, I'm not a real person. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. If anyone knew me, they'd hate me. Because you're still lying. So much. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you might not be lying with your words, but you're lying with your actions. You know. Yeah. And you gotta nope. Yeah. They they don't need to see that. And it's yeah. just like you get, just yeah. be genuine, and you can have such a more full life. I think. Right. Yeah. No. There's a. There's a line from a song that I really like dude, yeah. that like reminds me of this, and it's like because every time I hear it, this is what it reminds me of. And it's a really simple line, but I think it's like kind of true and kind of powerful in a lot of ways, you know. And all it says is like, "What's done in the dark will find a way to shine." Oh yeah, yeah, you know, and like, and even just in your subtle, like you're saying, like in your subtleties and like your interactions, even with yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, very brightly, you know, yeah. like. Because when you start not living the life you're like professing to live in, you know, like yeah. you can only do that for so long until people I mean, people, people, see people you, start to see you through for who you are. It's a, a thing. Bit. Like That's if I can, stuff. if I can see it in other people, then the other people can see it in me. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like, oh yeah, people are watching even when you think they're not. You know, mm-hmm. people. Are, mm-hmm. so, I don't know what people think. You know, I have no idea. Like right now, you could be thinking. Like I, I have an idea in my brain what you might be thinking, uh-huh. but like mm-hmm. you, you might be thinking something completely different, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Like I could, this guy doesn't care anything about me. Like I'm, I'm not a role model for this guy, mm-hmm. but he could be looking up to me. And yeah. Like, and if yeah. I'm just being a complete like, you know, ingenuine, mm-hmm. then eventually it's gonna let him down, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. on me. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. to be genuine is something I strive after. I feel like that's tough as a mentor, too, because you have to realize that people are looking up to you, but you don't want to turn them away yeah. by something that you do or say. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and people are so fickle that you don't know what you're going to say that's going to affect them because they don't tell you. You know, Exactly. Communication is yeah. so huge. Exactly. You know, And then, like, it's happening quite a few times. Not in the same way, but, like, right. you know, I had my sponsor and then my, uh, my sponsor sponsor and his sponsor, you know. And mm-hmm. I held all these guys in high regard, right? Like mm-hmm. infallible mm-hmm. human beings of, you know, this universe. But then you get to know them. And it wasn't like something like my, my heart was broken or anything. It's, they're just regular people. They're just... Oh, yeah. They they right. know a lot about recovery. You know, well, mo- most of them do. Mm-hmm. And But to see them as regular people, it's kind of like, 
oh man, really? They're not gods of this universe. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. So. And I think part of that dude comes from like, cause I, and I, at least myself too, you know, I think a lot of people like when you, we kind of strive either to be leaders or to be led well, you yeah. know? And like, and when we, when we don't know enough and when we know we don't know enough to be leaders, yeah. we want, even in our own imaginations or perceptions, mm-hmm. to really believe that the people leading us know what they're doing. Yeah. Because it reflects in ourselves of who we trusted. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. If we trust somebody true. that's kind of a douche, we put a lot of faith in that person. Yeah. And then we feel stupid when they let us down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agreed. And so, like, so going about that in a way, like, when you're, because I, dude, I struggle with this stuff, too. You know, like, in coaching, like, young kids and athletes, you know, like, man, does, do they, like, does the way I talk or the way, you know, I, like, enter this room or all these little yeah. things, you know, like, man, I have to really be pretty honest and be pretty much about it. Yeah. Otherwise, like, like you said, man, like, people are going to see through it and we're going to end up letting, we're going to end up making people feel in ways kind of bad about me and kind of about, bad about themselves, yeah. you know? And so, like, I think it is, like, we really do, because I have, like, a very similar experiences, you know, with people that you really look up to. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, and just in different ways, man. Then you, like, see them in different situations. You're like, that's not very cool, you know? It wasn't even that. It wasn't, like, I, it's not very cool, like, with my sponsor, mm-hmm. his sponsor, and his yeah. sponsor. Mm-hmm. It was more of just, it wasn't let down. It was just more of my perspective changed, and mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for it, like, uh, I don't know. It was it was it wasn't a sad feeling, but it was kind of a like the air let out of my head. Yeah. Bit, you know? yeah. And I'm just kind of like, oh, these are real people too, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Because every, like you were saying, I think most people, even leaders, want to be led sometimes. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then when you hold somebody, what you're saying in high standard, and they say you're doing good, you know, you're doing something good. You like, I strive for that. Like in, yeah. in football, mm-hmm. like my coach, like I. He was a hard, you know. Right. And anytime he said you're doing good, it was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And because I don't, know, it's, I don't know, my brain works weird, dude. Like it's just they're infallible human beings. Like they have their together. They know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they realize they're just human beings. Like there's something that just takes the cell or the window of your cells. You know yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. But it's it's not horrible. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. It's not like a bad thing. It's just coming to terms with your reality. Yeah, I think a part of you wants to reach that level that you see, perceive them at. You know, yeah. Like once I have it together, like them, yeah, I'll have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. It'll get easier. I'll be better at this and this. Right. And really, they're just if they're in that position, it's probably because they're good at recovery, which doesn't yeah. mean they're good at anything else. I yeah. mean, not not anything else. Everything. <laughs> else. Yeah, yeah. But they're good yeah. at that one aspect, and I think to see that is almost kind of like. Like you said, letting the air out because you're like, ah, I thought I was going to get there. And yeah. It was going to get easier. But <laughs> yeah. I'm still me. This is how, That's a good point. This is how yeah. twisted I am, though. Like, I I don't want it when I am there. You know what I mean? I don't want the responsibility of it. when I, Like, I want it, but I don't want it at the same <laughs> right. time. Like, I want the recognition. I, yeah. Not yeah. the responsibility. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, it's weird, dude. It's weird how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, you got guys asking you to sponsor them and whatnot. And, you know, part of me is, like, scared. Mm-hmm. I don't want to f- them up, but I know I can't. Up, right. You know, do what's I was taught and mm-hmm. just go from there. But on the other hand, like it's another responsibility, and I got so much responsibility on the play. I'm doing so much. Oh right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And then part of me is just, oh, I don't want to do it. But the other part of me is like, but I do. And mm-hmm. another part of me is like, I want to still, I want to get better. So until like tells us, you know, working with newcomers in the 
still suffering alcoholics, one way to stay sober. Mm. So that's another reason why I want to do it. But then, yeah. you know, I still got that alcoholic and addict thinking, like, do I really need to do it? Am, am I really that bad? I'm almost two years clean and sober. I, yeah. I really need it. Right. Just so much going on in, in the brain, dude. It's just like conflicting ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. most of the time, the positive ones went out, but sometimes, you know. Well, and you wanted all the work. Like, you want to still be able to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. But also help other people no. out. And there's that initial energy when someone asks you. Because I feel like that would be an honor, you know, to be someone's yeah. sponsor. You're just like, oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Also, I can't do that. Yeah. But that's a hard <laughs> thing to follow up with. Yeah. It's like, I love that also. It's a responsibility to take them through, you know, the yeah. steps. Mm-hmm. And if I'm slacking on that, then I'm not doing, I'm not being a good sponsor. Mm-hmm. So my best thing is like, like I talked to a sponsor today. I got mm-hmm. the COVID and I'm sick and I've been working a lot. And he yeah. actually found another sponsor. I right. said, that's awesome, dude. I'm glad you found somebody else. And I actually apologized to him for not being there for him because, you know, everything that was going on. Yeah. You know, it's ninth step, make amends. Mm-hmm. or the 10th step when we were wrong we promptly admitted so that was my uh, right. opportunity to admit that I was wrong nice yeah and uh, you know and I'm happy for him he's got actually somebody that's got a lot of time retired you know yeah. mm-hmm. good dude um, so that's awesome it works for him but right. uh, you know on the same token I'm still like oh man I don't have anybody to work with now <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> but on the uh, on the same other side of the token is like oh well good I don't have anybody like I don't have that my, <laughs> right I don't, it's like that's that's me as an alcoholic like I yeah. can't I have conflicting uh, ideas in my head all you the time you love the concept but the execution comes yes. around it's like yeah, uh, yeah. the actual well, even though I do do it, like right. I, I've had, I got a good track record of doing it. Oh sure, yeah. There's times where I don't even want to be there, and that sucks mm-hmm. to say. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. It's like I always like I want that feeling of always wanting to help, but there's like I get in yeah. to doing step work, and I'm just like, man, I got other shit I could do. <laughs> right. And like that's how I know I'm still sick, and that's how I, know, I still know I need this program and, and to do the work. Right. You know, because if I let that linger on long enough, it'll come back, and it'll you know, leeching to other things in my life. And then mm. pretty soon it's like, life's not good enough. I'm depressed. I know how right. to take care of it. I was looking f- yeah. 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 You know? mm. <laughs> or just one time, like let's take the stress away for just one day, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh man. And right. then I wake up the next day. I'm like, well, like if I did it yesterday, I might as well just do it today. You know? Like, yeah. Oh man. I can mm. never get a little anything. No. Like, right. If I'm doing something, I'm doing it to like the full extent, even, you know, early recovery. Like I was going hard, dude. I was like, mm-hmm. I was listening and mm-hmm. reciting things I heard and stuff out of the book, you know, being manipulative, like I was saying, like just trying to be a big shot, you know, mm-hmm. being the best that ever did it. Yeah. And it was my thing to get away from reality. Right. I, I used recovery as a negative, mm-hmm. you know. That's, that's what an alcoholic is, dude. I mean, if you've never met, like, I know you've met plenty of addicts and alcoholics, but... A lot of people have this preconceived notion, and I'm sure you guys know the difference now since you've been doing this long enough, um, that drinking or using is a problem. Right. And yeah, it's yeah. not. It's, yeah. It's, not. Mm-hmm. it's what I what goes on up here and what goes on in here. That's the antithesis of the problem. Right. I feel like it just kind of shows that if you have that, either you're, you haven't learned the coping skills necessary yeah. or you haven't learned how to suffer well, which is a difficult part. Yeah. You know, that life is going to have things mm-hmm. that suck. Yeah. And if you take it personally, it's it's not going to go as well as it could. If, if I think you were talking about this earlier, that if you kind of take a step back and be like, okay, but is this about me? Yeah. 
Right. And well, kind of reassessing that. Everything's about me, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, like, I mean, if you, I was saying it in between the lines, but alcoholic and drugs were just the solution to the problem. Right. Which was, you know, stress, uh, anxiety, depression, right. feeling, anything, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be happy or sad, you know, just trying to get escape reality, escape right. my problems. And, you know, I'd always wake up with the same problem, and that was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. No matter where you go, yeah, there you are. Exactly. Right. It makes yeah. you wonder. It, it makes me wonder at least is like how many people are out there who have these poor coping mechanisms, but they just aren't the ones that we see as destructive as other ones. Yeah. Like how many people don't go through a step process that would be super helpful of their own. Much like uh, who was it? Zach was saying he wished everyone went, oh, yeah, did, yeah. went through the steps at one point just oh, so yeah. that they right. would understand oh, I get it, what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, it makes you wonder how many people, even our listeners, who who maybe go through similar stuff and don't struggle with maybe the addiction aspect as much, but still find ways to escape their own life. Right. There's a lot of ways to escape your own life. You it's know? So true. It doesn't necessarily have to be a substance. It could be women. Right. Yeah. Prime example. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys out there that do this, you know, they, um, I don't know, I was raised, like, the more, you know, women like you, the better, the cooler you are, the right. better yeah, you are, yeah. you know? right. so if I can get as many as possible in the short amount of time as possible, then I'm mm-hmm. the coolest guy in the room, yeah. and then when I'm, it's not even the, the, um, act of, like, sexual relations, it's the hunt, it's the, right. yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to say hunt, because it just sounds... But that's what it is. It's like when I was growing up in high school and stuff. It's the it was game. A, yeah, it's the game. Yeah. You know, you're so caught up in that game of like manipulative behavior. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you know and you know, like right. if yep. you're mean or like a dick, they like you more. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. and then you get, then you're playing this game and then like everything, nothing else matters, you know? It is extremely addicting. Yeah. I, I know what you're right. saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. once you get involved, it's like once those wheels start spinning, you're just like, I can't control it. Yeah. But you can. The mm-hmm. saddest part about that is like, you lose all aspect of humanity. Like, you don't see them as human beings. Objective. Right. Yeah, yeah, objectify. That like, kind of they're a thing that I am trying to conquer. Like, I'm a conqueror of women. You know, I'm cool. Right. I'm cool. People like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not really. I mean, if you really stop and, like, if you look at somebody else that's doing that, like, how you feel about them, do you, oh, cool, they get girls, but they're probably a, you know, a dick in real life. Do I really want to be friends with that? Right. No, I want to be friends with them because that's what society said I should be in. Like, our society, I'm talking about, like, high school society. <laughs> right. Yeah. I should be cool, or friends with that guy because he's a cool guy because he gets the most girls, but all in reality, he's a dick, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's weird. It's a cycle that, like, just a negative cycle that's never yeah. ending so it's, it's like that searching for for meaning for importance that everything's going to be worth it somehow yeah you know mm-hmm. and you keep looking in all these wrong places and you just come up empty and you're like i'm trying to be the best yeah. and why do i feel so like when you go home and you're alone and it's two in the morning yeah. and you're just sitting on the bed like empty yeah what yeah, is yeah. my life why am I even here? Yeah, right. And that's that's the part that I think that's where it goes to escape because you're like I can't feel this way because I like what's going to keep me going. Well, I mean, look at the world and the state it is now. Like, people have a fundamental uh, trouble with accepting who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always trying to jump on some bandwagon and some reason, mm-hmm. some, some bigger thing to be better than themselves. You know, and 
I think once I can, inst- like, I'm, this is something I'm working on, just accepting who I am for who I am mm-hmm. and being okay with that, I'll be okay. Right. But I always want more, something better, like better mm-hmm. job, better car, better girlfriend. No. No, you can leave that. But that's a it's a reality. Like sometimes that thought creeps in, you know. Right. Yeah. I I'd be a liar if I said it didn't. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but that's just again, that's just my alcoholic and addict behavior. It's like mm-hmm. I need something to get out of myself, and it's always the next thing is always better. You know. Yeah. Right. It's all, and that's I think that's part of it is like it keeps adding on to itself, and that's kind of that mindset is like more is better. Yeah. yeah, more is better, and like I just and okay. it's not. It's just more no. or new. Dude. Yeah. yeah, new. I mean, yeah, not even necessarily oh, yeah. more. Just I just had this thought new. today. That's funny that you bring it up. Um, there's this package that came in from Amazon. I didn't order anything. Somebody actually uh, sent us a gift for our kids. Oh, cool. And it, the package came in, and it was like the package. That mm-hmm. was the best part of the gift, right? Like, right. what's in this thing? You know, and then you open it, <laughs> yeah. and then you got it. It's it's another thing, right? But mm-hmm. it's the thought of what it what is it or what can it do or you know, mm-hmm. and then the reality that it's just a thing, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's that's I think that's the drug, you know. That's yeah. the what like the wondering, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like there's the fear of the unknown, but there's also the thrill of the yeah, unknown. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what would happen if I totally blew my life apart by making this one decision? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. You're just like, mm-hmm. well, let's find out. But yeah. Then or, you pay for it for the next five years. Yeah. <laughs> Longer. Uh, yeah, Seriously. I mean, it's a it's a slippery slope. That whole you know blowing your life thing up, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, because once you start. You already went this far. You might as well keep going. Got nothing you know? to lose. Right. Yeah, You're not going to get more to lose. Yeah, it's that sabotage, self-sabotage. Dude. It's, it's oh. a killer. It, oh, is, yeah. it literally is the biggest killer, I think, of anybody that's coming to recovery and left. Because hmm. it's, I went this far. I might as well go all the way. How do you how do you personally deal with that? Like, what's your um, like, strategy? I just, I, I got to, well, I pray for one thing. And then mm-hmm. I remember, like, I am not my last action. Mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, just because I did one thing doesn't make me fundamentally who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I can do the best I can to make amends for that or fix that or, you know, just let it be, just let it be a part of my life and move on from there and try mm-hmm. and do better next time. Right. Because if I get stuck on one thing that I mess, like, it'll ruin my whole day. Mm-hmm. Like, I mess, like, well, I'll just give you a work example. Like, mm-hmm. I forgot to tax somebody for an item, like, put tax on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could have... Ru- let that ruin my whole day, you know? Yeah. And because I get stuck on things I do wrong, not things I do right. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. take more, more thought in the things that I did wrong than more mm-hmm. pride in the things I do right. It's weird. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, but it yeah. only it's relatable. <laughs> yeah, it only took up about five minutes of my, like, my brain space, you know? Right, I, right. You know, and I just moved on. Yeah. Is now, that something that, like, part of the process, like, that ability to, like, realize, feel move on you know is that something that's like that's progressed for you in like the last year since early recovery it's not it's not something i had before yeah it's Hmm. it was uh i can tell you what i would have done before it's like doesn't matter i already fucked up so doesn't matter what i do now you know i might as Mm -hmm. well keep going yeah you know it doesn't it it doesn't matter Um, yeah you know you just drop the grenade so you care so much that your response has to be apathy so you don't self-destruct yeah Mm -hmm. all right fine yeah, and it's it's a catch twenty two, dude. Like before, it was like I care so much. Uh, I cared about like messing up before, but 
I didn't at the same time. Like, I, did, I cared enough to blow it more up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I messed up and people are going to think negatively of me. I might as well just go Give them a away. reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it again. You know, and <laughs> yeah. go further. Mm-hmm. Do better. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, in, uh, the last time we recorded, I just saw. Or when we released uh, your previous podcast was September twenty fourth of twenty nineteen. Um, so lots obviously changed since yeah. then. Um, Got another kid. Yeah, another one. Congratulations! Yeah. Another month old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One was one was easy, dude. Two is not so easy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So how has that? I mean, experience been um, within like a recovery perspective like at, like within your recovery how was that it's challenging yeah it's, it's very challenging uh, right. I'm not gonna lie. i mean there's great there's you know great moments and there's mostly great moments in it but mm-hmm. um you know uh, right when she was born like right after she was born i developed uh um anxiety mm-hmm. like an anxiety disorder and couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. It actually happened last year around the same time mm-hmm. um, for about four months. And I'm just actually starting to come out of it now. So. Right. But um, it was just this, like, cloudy-headed, deep-seated, like, worthlessness. Like, I will never live up to this child or, mm-hmm. you know, or my, my other kid or, you know, my girlfriend's idea of me. Mm-hmm. And it's just from how far I come and to hit that brick wall and to, like be in that mind space for so long is like it's physically and mentally depressing like mm-hmm. i'm i was tired all the time i didn't want to do anything i'm just starting to get my energy back and my mental faculties back but it's something that came with like having a child i didn't want it i had i i wanted the furthest thing from it you know i wanted mm-hmm. to be happy and grateful and all that stuff but it just didn't happen for me right away right you know but more and more, like, I get used to it, and I'm super grateful. I wouldn't change it. I would not change mm-hmm. it. Even if I had to go through that again, I would not change it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's my daughter. I love my daughter, you know? Mm-hmm. It took a minute. Like, I, I, it took a minute for reality to hit in that I had another kid, you know? Mm-hmm. I just got used to having this this son, you know, who's mm-hmm. about a year and a half old and that I unconditionally love. Then I have another one, and then, like, it just seemed like it's detached from reality. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around having a daughter another kid mm-hmm. right and to see her as a person and as a human being it it took it it, it sucks to say it, it kind of hurts my heart to say yeah it took a little bit you know mm-hmm. but i wouldn't change it i'm glad i grew you know through it and i'm growing through it and it just makes me a better person right and you can't you can't control your feelings I mean, you can control what you do with them but yeah. those those things that you're feeling i i wish i could say this a hundred times for anybody who needs to hear this but you Feeling something isn't wrong. No, like, right. everyone is gonna get feelings that they don't want. But in that moment, it feels wrong. Oh, absolutely. Your oh, yeah. brain will absolutely. tell you that it's wrong. And yeah. even maybe reflecting on it, you're just like, Ugh. yeah. You, know, you get that uh, kind of yeah. like the cringe of just like, oh, why was I like that? But that's the thing is, is yeah. you you didn't have that choice. Yeah. I mean, now how you deal with it, obviously. Yeah. You know, I, I'm for the most part, I dealt with it really well. Right. Um, there was some days where uh, I got angry. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't lash, well, I lashed out, we got, me and my girlfriend got into arguments, you know, I said right. some things I didn't mean, but mm-hmm. I always, all, I always apologize for it, and I hated, like, when it would happen the next day, and I'd have to apologize, not have to, but apologize mm-hmm. again, it just seemed like, 
I'm just doing the same thing over and over again, right. just apologizing for it. So that makes it okay, which that's not what it felt like. Cause when I was in it, when I was doing it, like I had, I just had lost control and then I felt bad about it. I genuinely felt bad about it. That's why I was apologizing right. for it, but it would mm-hmm. just take control the next day. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't like all the things I've been taught, like I couldn't use them to rein it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's got to be extra frustrating because that's something you focused on before too, wasn't it? it was, yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of... It was uh, anger, yeah. I right. had, I had yeah. a big problem with anger. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of, you know, crept back up. And I, I, like, in the moment, like, there's some moments I didn't want to get out of it. Like, I wanted to be angry. Like, I, you know, right. at least I felt something. Yeah. You know? And it's probably a comfortable space. Yeah. Having been, like, yeah. And especially when you haven't been in that space yeah. mentally for like a long time yeah. and for good reason. Yeah. It's like you have like, once you get back to experiencing it, it's almost like that rush of like, again, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. It's, this is comfortable for me. Yeah. And you're you know? so tired of being depressed. Yeah. Just so tired yeah. of it. It's yeah. just like yeah. something else. And then, At least I feel like I have energy. Yeah. This is the crazy part. And when I started coming out of the depression and the anxiety, it still crops up from time to time. Like, But short short times, like an hour, maybe three hours mm-hmm. of the depression or the anxiety or the cloudy-headedness. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'd be happy. And then I would feel like I didn't deserve to be happy. Yeah. You know, I I feel like you know, oh, That's or a, it's gonna come back anyway, so I might as well like just not even pay attention to be or be in the right. moment. Yeah, you know? yeah, because it's gonna come back. Mm-hmm. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Like it's it and it drives me absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to be okay. Like I in the moment, okay. Like be grateful for feeling okay in that moment, mm-hmm. not worried about what's gonna happen right. or feeling um, unworthy. Of happiness in general yeah mm. do you think that having another kid to that kind of it I mean I feel like personally if I had two kids it'd be overwhelming but that loss of maybe like a sense of the loss of control did you feel yes. that at all yeah I, just like everything's just kind of spinning yeah. and then I also have a, a sense of feeling trapped oh yeah dude I totally like, relate yeah uh, not so much anymore but like yeah like any any aspirations or any like ideas even though like i they may never have come to fruition or like obviously they didn't come to fruition but things like i could probably would have never done but just right. the idea of me being able to do them with yeah. some sort of like like you can't be a professional hockey player now i can't be president yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. oh my gosh but mm-hmm. it's so real like yeah, it's it such a real, real feeling yeah. it's weird it's like I'm I am this now. This is who I am now. I have to take care of these kids, and I'm always gonna have to take care of these kids. Right. But what if I don't want to? Like I can't go do something else. Mm-hmm. Or I could, and I'd be a really pe- big piece of <laughs> doing that. Right. Yeah. But it's so like, in the in the reality of the situation is it is okay. My like I'm not the center of my attention anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When my kids are around, they're my center of attention. So I have to focus on. Um, giving them the best life possible right. mm-hmm. so it's not all about me anymore and that's kind of disheartening too like i was <laughs> right. only i only had to take care of myself now i gotta right. take care of the, you know i could better myself so i have to better somebody else or try and help somebody better than themselves now mm-hmm. i won't be the player not the coach yeah exactly right. exactly <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what it is I, completely mm-hmm. like, I, I, I want like and they have their whole life ahead of them you know and they have experiences that I'm gonna be jealous of, <laughs> you know, and like they're gonna do things that I like wish I could do at that uh-huh. moment in time, you know. Right. But it's okay. Like everybody has 
everybody has their chance to, like, everybody has, like, growing up, they have that, like, they're going to go through things and they're going to do cool things. And my yeah. time growing up and that, you know, going to, to a dance for the first time, going to prom, playing football, yeah. all that stuff is past. Right. You know, and part of my brain's like, oh, but has it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ow, right, ow, yeah. ow. No, yeah. I think that's pretty common for a lot of people, especially when you start having kids. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, man, because I, I can appreciate that for yeah. sure, man. Like, because even, like, I'm going to bring up coaching again because yeah. that's just kind of what I've been doing and reflecting on the last few weeks. But, you know, even I go in sometimes and I'm like, and I just walk in there, man, and I'm like, I'm still by far the best person <laughs> yeah. in this room. You know what I mean? Just you, know, you feel good some days. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Walk in there feeling a little hyped every once in yeah. a while. Uh, I just want that. I want the experience again, like being able to play, like going in the locker room, getting ready for a game. Yeah. You know, I want that. I want mm -hmm. the accolade of, um, you know, winning that game and being right. the center of people's attention. Yeah. And mm -hmm. know that I'm not going to have that in that aspect anymore. It's kind of mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. strange in itself. But like, they deserve the same right to have those experiences as I did when I was growing up. So right. who am I? Like, I'm going to try and diminish that because I'm being selfish and self-centered. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just things that go on in my brain, you know? Yeah. I think people who don't move past that or don't even recognize it, honestly, because that's, again, like the first step is understanding that's happening. Some people will try to live out their dreams vicariously through their children. Yeah. I don't oh, want to be that guy all That's the time, scary. Man. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. right? I, I don't either. They're going to be, like, I'm going to let them be who they want to be. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, when I was growing up, like, uh, big baggy pants were in fashion and stuff oh, yeah. like that, <laughs> you know, and, and the parted hair down the middle, like, you know, shoulder length. Yeah. And I always wanted that, and my mom and my stepdad would never let me have that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get it. Why? He... I don't care what he does. Like, he can wear whatever he wants. If he wants to wear a dress, he can wear a dress, you know, mm -hmm. when he comes to a certain age. Right. <laughs> right. Just as long as it's, like, because it's, it's a lot of figuring things out when, when you're growing up, you know? Yeah. Trying to, you know, fit in, mm -hmm. you know, relate. Right. And, and to take that away from somebody, you know, yeah. to where they feel comfortable, I think is wrong. Yeah. So, no, I and agree. they can look. I'm going to say this right now. They can love whoever they want to. I don't care mm -hmm. as long as they're happy. Right. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I think I'm not going to be that dad's like, no, 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 no. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. But don't get me wrong. I'm not going to give them hormones when they're, you know, four years old. Because they right. they want it. They want to make the decision after they're 18, go for it. You know, you do you. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to stop you. If it's going to, if you think that's who you are, if that's going to make you happy, then mm -hmm. I'm all about it. And that's right. goes for anybody, you know? Yeah. Like anybody living in this world, I don't care what you want to do. Whatever makes you happy, you mm -hmm. know, by far, who am I to stand there and judge you? I mean, mm -hmm. there's there's so much hate in the world. Like I don't understand it. Might man. as well let go of, of a few things. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand the hate that's going on in the world right now. Right. I don't. Has this recovery process kind of sparked a lot of this? Like, Because where I'm kind of... It's cool to hear this conversation, you know, because... Yeah. Um, yeah, it has. But it's like the the beginning when we talk to people, especially in early recovery, or even people that have had you know a year or two or whatever. Is like one of our questions we ask is when did it become less about like because especially in early recovery, you know, like 
that first year specifically yeah for a lot of people is like step one don't do drugs step two we'll figure the rest out yeah when that's kind of not the thing anymore and just from this conversation it sounds like you know not that it does like because i think for everybody like especially who have gone through it and pretty heavy those thoughts aren't just like not gonna ever be there ever again for the rest of your life you know what i mean yeah they're there they're there a lot right they happen Mm -hmm. a lot but i don't think like you know, you got a couple kids, you got, you know, your job, all these responsibilities now and all these other, like your personal growth things you're thinking yeah. about. It just doesn't sound like that's priority that the, having, holding that space for your thoughts mm-hmm. is ultimate priority. Number one thing to think about anymore. You know what I mean? That's not like your sole goal anymore. What do you mean? Do you think to use drugs? at some point you transition from recovery of, okay, I'm just not going to use and that's my main goal. And at some point you have to live the rest of your life. Kind of yeah. my, my goal today is, is to figure out how to live life on life's terms. Right. <laughs> it's not, it's not, not using like that's, mm-hmm. that's not even, even though the thoughts crop in every once in a while. Right. Mm-hmm. I have this thing where I play the tape forward and you know yeah, I know yeah, what's going to happen so that that takes care of it pretty much instantly you know I'll pray about right. it and ask for it to remove but mine is my recovery is based on living the best life I can right it's mm-hmm. not not using that yeah. was that's what it is when I first started like mm-hmm. how do I not use drugs yeah and not use you know drink alcohol how do I not do that right today it's like not catching up but just learning how to live life like people mm. grow up and they learn how to live life you know <laughs> right and mm-hmm. now it's like i'm almost 35 years old and i'm just learning how to live life mm-hmm. you know and be a good person what do you feel like you really turned the corner there like where do you maybe it was really gradual I, but like i feel like i am just like i'm in the midst of turning a corner you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i'm not i'm not on the, the other side of the road yet but i'm mm-hmm. getting there right you know? okay um, because it's like it, it's confusing. It's it's in the realm of being confusing. Life is confusing to me right now. Yeah. Because um, I thought I had it all figured out before. You know, like this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do recovery, and I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. you know, do other stuff when it crops up. But mm-hmm. now I got recovery. I got kids. I got a job. You know, I got bills. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta try and be a good person. I gotta be, you know, trying to help somebody else. And it's just confusing to get that all to. I hate to say line up because it's never going to line up, but just <laughs> to make sense, just to feel yeah. natural. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's to feel secure. Yeah. 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 Just be comfortable. Yeah. Me. You know, I'm, I feel like I'm always like in a rush, in a rush to do something, you know, in a rush yeah. to go to work or in a rush to, and when I'm at work, it's what, what am I doing after work? Like I got to mm-hmm. get there this, you know, at this time and it's playing. It's always in the back of my head. Like I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I got to do this. Then all of a sudden it's December. And yeah, exactly. What the heck? I happened? just want to be in this, where I'm at and okay with where I'm at at that particular moment. Right. Yeah. Like if I'm at work, I want to be just fine with being at work, you know, <laughs> not worrying about when I'm, what's going on after work or what's going on, what happened the day before. I just want to be okay with being in that, you know, that place at that moment. Yeah. yeah. So, like now I'm thinking like, when I go home, I got to do this, you know, <laughs> you know, it's always kind of playing so it, and it'll go away. You know, I've talked to people and they say it, it takes a little while, but it'll go away. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, frankly, my brain's still healing too. You know, mm-hmm. I've been through a lot of abuse and it's still rewiring itself. And, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, the frontal cortex is still coming on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's going to take a little while yeah. and I'm okay with that. Now, does that, I know you mentioned like being in the present moment, has that helped with 
kind of the grind of life. Because, I, I mean, I feel like I relate with you in the sense that I love things that are, like, new and fresh yeah. and stuff. And if I do the same thing for more than two or three weeks, I'm starting like, eh, yeah. okay, yeah. it's kind of lost its freshness. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you avoid getting, I guess, burnt out by the grind? Because recovery kind of is a grind. I mean, it starts um, out super passionate, but... I said, you know, I I was in the mindset of when I was in early recovery is go to, well, and this is what you should do, I think, because mm-hmm. it builds a habit. Mm-hmm. So go to as many meetings as possible. Go to two, three times a day if need be. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, do as much as you can recovery related as possible at the beginning. Now, um, I've been doing it for so long now. Like, you tend to get burnt out with people and meetings and stuff like right. that. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to take some breaks. You know, I don't go to a meeting every day anymore or mm-hmm. two meetings every day anymore. I go to one to two a week, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I talk, I still talk to people regularly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to take breaks from certain aspects of my life. Right. You know I mean, like I'll take a break from meetings for a couple of days and then, you know, I'll take, on my days off from work, I'll take a break from work, you know, mm-hmm. leave, try and leave work at work. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm at work, I'll take a break from my, it, I'm not taking, like, I'm like, not forgetting I have a home life, but I right. take a break from the, you know, the kids mm-hmm. and, and the stresses of that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, I'm, I'm learning you can take breaks from other things, doing other things, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, okay. doesn't always, it doesn't always have to be like a break from everything. Right. You know, I need to go on a vacation to, um, you know, the Bahamas or whatever so I can get away from it. No, I take, I take little breaks where I can find them. Right. And no. you'll never escape from everything. I mean, no, you never. go to the Bahamas, and yeah. then you got to get a rental car. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> probably, <laughs> eventually. probably bring my kids, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> In the worst case scenario, you may eventually have to come back. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's scary. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, in all reality, uh, even though I don't think it's sometimes, it's all good. It's all okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Things happen, life happens, but it's all okay. Like, mm-hmm. Nobody has a permanent ticket to this world, right? So mm-hmm. we do the best we can with what we got. Yeah. And to be able to live in that moment and to be grateful for the things that we do have is something that I strive for. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at today with my recovery. It's not, you know, trying to be the best that ever did it, <laughs> trying to be looked up to by everybody. It's just being okay with me. And that's what recovery is about, ultimately. It's not what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. It's how you feel about you. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's like one of those lar- like larger life things, you know, because I think a lot of us spend, especially in our younger years, you know, because like mm-hmm. you said, being young is a lot of just figuring out who you are and where you're supposed to be and, you know, like yeah. where you fit in the world, you yeah. know, and I think like as we get older, that's like one of them, at least in, I don't know if it's necessarily even like a thing, right, but in my opinion, I guess more than anything else, like that's one of the big things of like being in that next stage of life is like, okay, figure out who I am for the most part. Now you either got to ask that question or get to that point to where you're like, am I cool with who I am? You know? Yeah. And like that, the stage of life is becoming a version of yourself that you're pretty chill with you know? <laughs> yeah. that you like, you know? And I think that's harder when you've been through addiction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you're so wired to really not like feel. yourself that much or feel yeah. at all you know especially like when we consider stigma and stuff like that like you've been you intrinsically already probably don't feel very awesome about yourself sometimes no, absolutely not because like we said like that where that's coming from i think is from that same idea of the use is more of a symptom of all these other things that are going on yes. right 
And so like a lot of that stuff that's going on, you probably don't feel so awesome about. Mm-hmm. You're engaging these behaviors that you might not feel super great about. Yeah. And then the larger picture is being like, yeah, man, you're a junkie. Or like, this is a you yeah. thing. You're terrible, you know? Yeah. So all that kind of cu- pro- like feels like it's crumbling on, you know? And so you're like, just pretty ingrained to not really like yourself that much, yeah. you know? And so coming out of that, it's cool to see, you know, like that transition period to where like, it's really sounds, man, like you're putting together a life that like you really enjoy and that like you're existing in it and like, I'm you're definitely trying to, become, to. <laughs> right. definitely trying to. Mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying, like you said, it's, it's weird. Like I do things, but to be able to accept them and be happy about them is where I, what I struggle with. You know, mm-hmm. I do, sometimes I just do things because I know that's what I'm supposed to do, you know? Right. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's weird, dude. It's it's a weird life. Life is weird. Like <laughs> to be able to experience and like, I got so many questions about life, but uh, <laughs> you know, but I don't need to know the answer to it. I just need to know that's what it is and that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Just accept it. <laughs> right. That's what a lot of people struggle with is trying to force force life, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to force things. You know, right. if I have to force it, then it's probably not going to work out anyway. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um. But. Speaking of, like, you're just a drug addict, like, that stigma is another thing, like, I want to get across, like, there are bad people in this world, regardless if they're using drugs or not, and, you know, but I, from what I found, most drug addicts that I've met are just fundamentally good people, they're just, don't maladjusted to life, like, they don't know how to handle situations or feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, so if we use drugs, that doesn't necessarily make us a bad person, you know, some of the things we did were not right. They were, I wouldn't say bad, but they were wrong. You know, right. If yeah. hurting other people, I hate the word bad, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, because life is life regardless, you know, yeah. but hurting other people's wrong. You know, mm-hmm. hurting yourself is wrong, you know, not, um, not being grateful for the life you're given, I think is also wrong. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you wrong. It just like, you know, right. it's just something I have to learn, you know, to be grateful all the time. But, um, not all the time, but just grateful in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but just just because you put a substance in your body and you can't stop does not make you a bad person. Right. You know? And then I think a lot of people have that stigma like, oh, they do drugs. There must be something morally wrong with them. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. something wrong with their will. Why can't you just stop? It's not how it works. Like, from what I've learned, like, we're just, um, our chemical makeup is just different. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I wish... If I could snap my fingers and not be a drug addict and be able to drink like a normal human being, I probably would not change it because I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I would have learned nearly as much not being a drug addict. If I'll never know, but that's just what I believe. But, you know, it's something I come to accept. You know, I'm an yeah. alcoholic and I'm a drug addict and I can't drink or use drug. Well, I've never met anybody who can do heroin like a normal human being. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if that exists, <laughs> to be honest, right? Uh, yeah. But I can't, you know, I can't drink like a normal human being, um, and I'm going to accept that. Like, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's not the drug addict part, you know, or the addict part. That's that's the substance part. Mm-hmm. The part I'm trying to learn about is who am I? Mm-hmm. Why do I do what I do? Why do I think why I think? And how do I do it better? How do I how do I make my life better by helping other people? You know, mm-hmm. and fundamentally. That's what it is, is I help other people, I feel better about me, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
and just not hurting anybody, you know. I don't necessarily have to help everybody, but I don't have to hurt anybody either, you know. It's true. So and that's also good. And but, you're, you're more equipped to help people who are going through struggles like this than any kind of average person because you have an insight. I can definitely relate to, to people your, that are going through things like right, this. Right, I don't know if I can necessarily help well, all, I, all, all of them. You know, I can, I can tell my story, and if mm-hmm. that helps them, fantastic. I'll never, I'll never know. Yeah. To be quite honest with you. It's like, true. You don't know what people hear and what people don't. Like, mm-hmm. there's things I've said tonight. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe a lot of people will relate to this. Maybe nobody's going to hear what that part of it, but maybe mm-hmm. they'll hear something about something else. So you never know what, what can actually help somebody. Just being present and being available is the best I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, we have heard people from other recordings say that people who have been through it, who know the experience, it's much easier to open up to them or to at least relate in that aspect. Yeah. So there is a, there is a helpful aspect in... In that, I mean, an experience. Like you said earlier, you know, like, I can tell you about something, but until you've experienced it, it's very hard to understand, you know? So I think even, like you said, the combination of those things, like, being present and having that basis of understanding, like, when somebody who's going through it, like, speaks to somebody like that, I mean, at the very bottom, like, at the very bottom level, at least, like you feel understood. Yeah. And I think that's kind of soothing, you know, or at least com- somewhat comforting, you mm-hmm. know, to at least know that like you're not being judged and you, cause they understand where you're coming from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, anybody that I've never met that has the same affliction as I do, mm-hmm. it's for me, it's very easy. They're very easy to talk to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's very relatable, even though it may not be the same exact story. It may not be the same exact drug of choice mm-hmm. but it is the same feeling that got us in that same place you know right. that hopelessness that you know self-pity that just i was in a place where you know i didn't want to die but i didn't want to live you know it's, yeah. it's a also a catch-22 i just was existing you know mm-hmm. and i i tell you what i did not get into recovery because my life was going great <laughs> right so <laughs> yeah so if you're if you're in a rehab facility or you know you're just starting out in recovery just know that I've been there, dude. I've like I've done it, and it's not always easy. A lot of the times, it's not easy, but it does get better. And here you are. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Almost two years later. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still going through life. You're still figuring stuff out, but. And I, I will always, <coughs> I will always, I think I will always be learning yeah. if I allow myself to be teachable. Right. You know, I can shut myself off, and I got it good enough. We're good to go, and that's that's when I start backsliding. And that's when I start. Yeah. going back to the old behavior you know right. i am mm-hmm. i am the center of my universe and mm-hmm. you all should know who i am <laughs> <laughs> you know like i said before like i might not be that big of a deal but i'm all i think about right. how much of that um of the stuff you've learned in recovery so far do you use not necessarily inside of a recovery context, but just throughout life in general. My whole, my, all my a, life. A lot of everything it, yeah. in my life is, mm-hmm. is uh, the tools that I've been taught in recovery. Like, even we were talking about maybe not so much recovery-related situations, like, mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. But everything that I said had some recovery base in it. Like, learning to love somebody else. Or right. learning to accept somebody else for who they are. Stuff <laughs> like that. That's all recovery. Mm-hmm. That's That's not... That's not my natural behavior. My natural behavior is to, if you're not like me, leave me alone. If you don't have something I want, leave me alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but to learn how to love somebody else and be and myself and be okay with where I'm at and who I am is, is recovery. That's what it is, you know? Yeah. 
That's that's one hundred percent what it is. It's not uh, not using your nutrients. That's just a byproduct. Right. <laughs> because you'll you'll get into recovery, and we were talking about it before. You want to learn how to not drink or use, mm -hmm. but pretty soon you just want to learn how to be a good person. And that not drinking or not using is just, you know, a byproduct of the situation of learning hmm. to be a better human being, right? More yeah. spiritual person, whatever you want to call it. I'm not, you know, I I'm not a religious person. Uh, right. I'm spiritual, believe in God or something, you know, whatever's out there. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't believe anybody knows what it is, mm -hmm. but. It just makes sense for there's something to be out there. Yeah. So, yep. The best person I can be is what I strive for, and on any given day, some days, some days I forget, you know, and some days I get into my old, and you know, it's about me. But most <laughs> days, not. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live a good life. That's it. You know. Yeah. And even when times are bad, it's how to be okay. When times are bad, how to cope, you know, and when times are good, it's how to be grateful and appreciate those times, you know, and not just look for that next best thing, that next best time, you know. Mm -hmm. I've done that all my life, you know. Yeah. I can't remember a time before recovery where I was content to be where I was at. Right. Hmm. You know what I mean? I was always trying to get to the next place. And then as soon as you reach that next peak, yeah, just if like you that. don't reach it every time for the next ever, it's yeah. it's just not enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the new standard. It's just like that, that, that package I was talking about. You get that yeah. package or you get to that place mm -hmm. where what's going to happen in this place and then you see and it's just a thing. It's just right. something, you know. And you let your expectation of something is not the standard. It doesn't live up to that and it's just like, okay, on to the next thing, you know. Right. Like, yeah. the, like the box. You open up the box. It's a thing. <laughs> okay, cool. Now it's a thing in my house thing mm -hmm. I have to move around and deal with. Right. You know, but it's always that unknown. It's always that new thing that mm -hmm. gives you the excitement. And, and Dude, That's so funny. Like, off the record, you just like part of conversation. You know, like, I was just thinking about that the other day, too, with, like, it was, like, the biggest things, man. You know, like, you could get, like, because I just moved in, you know, and I have a new roommate, and, like, we haven't known each other super long, you know, like, maybe five, six months, and, like, mm. just kind of worked out that, like, this was going to be the best situation for both of us. Like, and so... You know, it was, I was in my room, the other, my new room the other day, and I was, like, new, obviously, and I was, like, man, it's, like, I, like, and I was walking around the house, you know, and I was, like, man, I, like, live here. Yeah. You know, like, that's pretty crazy. Like, I actually live here. Like, I'm not going home today. You know, I'm not going back to the apartment. But, like, and then I thought to myself, man, this is going to be so normal in, like, three weeks. Yeah. You know? And, like, this whole, it's, like, a new living space, you know, like, I mean, it's not my house, obviously, but, like, it's a new living space. Yeah. I think about, it, like, the one that comes to mind for me always is, like, new cars. Yeah. You know, people are so psyched to get a new car. Yeah. You know, like, you get the Instagram post. You may even get some follow-up stories for, like, the next two, three days, you yeah. know? But then, like, I've never seen someone a year later be, like, take a picture of their car or, like, stand next to their car. And, like, unless they're real car guys, you know, and girls. <laughs> and being, like, being, like... Man, I really, car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. man, I'm still so in love yeah. with my 2011 Buick Century, you know, like, be like, thank you, and then like, re-tag the guy who sold it, you know, the, all the things that you do every and, time. You know, the, the not so good part about that is, 
when you're in that moment and you have that thought like this is just gonna be normal in, mm-hmm. in three weeks or whatever you actually take away the joy that you have right yeah you know? and that's that's how my brain works too <laughs> mm-hmm. you know you just rob yourself of it <laughs> right yeah yeah it, 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 i do have to have like conversation with that yeah. so myself sometimes it, just like little statements like dude will you just like enjoy this for a moment <laughs> please like <laughs> that, that thing like that um unworthiness of happiness like yeah is it really that good and like are you really that happy or are you, you're gonna be mm-hmm. sad later i'm like dude just that's yeah dude that's super funny yeah, yeah I think about that's that just, stuff a lot that's too. just my I, I that's my attic you know mm-hmm. my that's my attic voice kind of just mm-hmm. creeping in wherever it can right and if i let it run over like that'll be that'll be me yeah it'll be the only thoughts i ever have mm-hmm. you know yeah. Yeah. So it's it's weird. I have a couple of different voices in my head because I'm crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I got that positive mindset that mm-hmm. recovery has learned, you know, the, what the solutions are. Mm-hmm. And I still have that negative addict, right. you know, mindset, behavior, and thoughts. Mm-hmm. You're not good enough. You'll never live up to, right. you know, you'll never have. And the positive side is you have, be grateful, you know, be present, and be loving, be accepting. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's what I struggle with. That's right. that's my life today. Yeah, dude, me too, man. I feel like a lot of that same stuff is some of the same stuff I struggle with. Like that, because I think there's like a balance, right? You know, and like I think the struggle for me too is finding that balance of like, because I think sometimes those thoughts, like, not that like this is gonna be so, like, are always like you said, like there's two sides to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like knowing like and understanding the impermanence of things in order to like appreciate the moment yeah. that you're in like in like be cognizant of like your appreciation for that moment mm-hmm. is a good thing but then to be like dwell on that for more than like i don't know man like a thought or two yeah it does i think get damaging you know to where yeah. you're like almost just self-defeating and like you start to get sad that like this isn't gonna last forever you know i think gratefulness for me is not not so much a thought but it is a feeling mm-hmm. like it's a feeling of just being content with the spot that I'm in. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, it's everything's okay. Like everything's good. You know, just that feeling. It's not like a, Oh, I'm grateful for this, this, this new rims on my car. I'm grateful for it. No, it, it's like I go home and everything's just okay. Like my family's okay. You know, right. <laughs> everything just seems where it's supposed to be. That's mm-hmm. the gratefulness feeling that I like. Yeah. You know, just being okay in that time, in that moment. Mm-hmm. That's complete gratefulness for me and content. Right. And you see, you look around at people who are famous or whatever, and you think that they have that because they have so much stuff. Stuff does not. Stuff. Yeah. You know, I would much have. <laughs> I'd much rather have um, mental and emotional security than oh anything gosh. physical. Like, yeah. Money does. It was a big deal to me before. Cause, you know, mm. like I needed to buy stuff, like drugs. <laughs> right. But today it's like, you know. It money, yeah, yeah. I needed to pay my bills and buy gas and food and whatnot, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's not. It's just another thing in life. It's a tool. Yeah, that's it. That's Basically. all it is. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, before when I saw money, I didn't see money. Mm-hmm. I saw pre-drugs, like yeah, a certificate for drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was drugs waiting to happen. <laughs> right. Know? It wasn't. I got a hundred bucks. No, it's I got a half gram. <laughs> yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Or you know, I got 
a thousand dollars. That's oh, I'm good for a week. You know, right. Not, well, not really. Probably like five days, three, five days, something like that. It's interesting. Like the time you even see as a section of time. It's like oh, this money yeah. is three days yeah. of I can my lifestyle. It. I can. Yeah. Ca- or like when I would go to the doctor and get a bottle of pills, I'd be like, all right, I'm good for at least two weeks. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm not going to feel pain for two weeks. I'm just like I'm not going to get sick, and I'm going to probably well, you know be out of consciousness for solid two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that was goals. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I paid a lot of money to get that way. Right. You know? But even uh, going back to the, uh, like, once you, having that satisfaction rather than trying to achieve something super lofty in the sense, it just made, remind me of this image that I saw of, like, uh, Kobe Bryant after he had won his fifth championship or whatever, and he's holding the trophy and he's just sitting there and he just looks defeated. Like, he just looks empty, just drained. And I think people once you achieve something that you've been striving for for so long you get attacked by these unexpected feelings of emptiness yeah did that ever happen in recovery where you're like okay i'm finally over this not in the sense that you're completely over it but like yes i've been doing this so long i got it now now what i'm like, sure you think of, you've heard of the pink cloud right i don't think no, I have. well the pink cloud is it's early recovery stuff it's mm-hmm. like you get an early recovery you know you're not doing drugs anymore you're starting to get more healthy you're starting to feel better and your brain is telling you every, everything's gonna be. I'm um, not using drugs anymore. I'm be, like I'm a good person now, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's gonna be fine. And then uh, reality kind of hits, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you lose that pink cloud, and life happens. And then I think that's where a lot of people drop off, mm-hmm. is because it's it's a real thing. It's like a yeah. real mindset. Like like your mind isn't everything is great. You know, nothing bad is ever gonna happen because I'm clean mm-hmm. and sober. Yeah. And then once you realize that, it's I think it's that's where it makes or breaks somebody is like, can you get past that spot, you know, without using to cope right. and like learn new coping skills and behaviors and like that saying this too shall pass. Can you get past that? Mm-hmm. And because that's not going to happen just once. It didn't happen just once for me. It happened. Like I got into that pink cloud mindset again and it happened again. You know, mm-hmm. it's OK, though. Like it's just a part of the growth of recovery for me specifically but it's pro it may happen to you yeah but um yeah once you can get past that and you know you're kind of let down because it's not you're not going to be rich and you're probably not going to be <laughs> famous you know right you're probably not going to be like some sort of super actor or whatever you know mm-hmm. just be the center of everybody's attention and once you come to the realization like life still happens even though you're clean right and you can get past that part you're going to be okay mm-hmm. i 100 percent like believe that you're going to be okay mm-hmm. you know once you can Except life on life's terms. Yeah, yeah. And see, that was an interesting thing that the the illusion of having everything under control was actually like super destructive. It is. I I don't want to go through that ever again. But being comfortable in the chaos of life, that's where satisfaction is. Yeah, no, it's not even just being comfortable with the chaos. It's accepting the chaos and still being able to do life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still still keeping through. Just just stay on that path regardless of what hits you, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Because believe it or not, and I'm sure you guys know, even when life's going great, bad things still can happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, they, right. and they will all, that will always happen, regardless of how big they are. It might be earth-shattering stuff for you, or it might be as little as your car got stuck this morning. Right. Things are going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, can we be okay in that moment? Can we be accepting in that moment? Can we not fly up the handle and you know throw a wrench through my window because my right tire got stuck in the ditch right mm-hmm. you know yeah just make things worse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's that's 
but, you know, that's another part of recovery is just being, they, I, I don't know, I keep saying the same thing over it, but I can't uh, iterate that enough, it's being okay, yeah. Yeah. you know, with situations and outcomes. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be great stuff, you know, and there's going to be some not so great stuff, there's going to be a lot of challenging stuff. Right. But, in our reality, it's still things, and you still can move through it, or you can just take your left and go back out and use drugs. Nobody's stopping you. Right. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. But I guarantee if you stick around, like, you know, if you keep doing the right thing, if you keep on that path, you're going to be happier than you've ever been in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fair trade, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So... Ugh. Yeah, no, it's cool. it's so funny that it's the the duality of it, right? Is that you you're having a good time, and your brain t- zooms out your perspective and says, "Well, eventually you're gonna feel bad," yeah. right? But then you go through a bad time, and your brain doesn't zoom out and <laughs> yeah. say, "It's gonna be good." Yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah. "What's to, up with that?" I have to tell myself that. I have yeah. to tell myself this will pass, right? right? Um, but yeah, it. But when it's good, like you were saying, like that, there's always that thought, like, oh, it's gonna end, you know, it's gonna be bad yeah. sometime. Like, okay, why can't you just naturally say that? Opposite, <laughs> Can we know? just switch right. that? Yeah, yeah. But no, you got to retrain the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me crazy, man. <laughs> that's what makes me crazy. So I know I still, I'm still sick. <laughs> so. Hmm. Like I was talking about before, you know, that's kind of the cool part about these one year later is, is you get to. Sp- feel that yeah you know like because the conversation isn't like about specifically necessarily meetings or like it's not about like solely recovery you know because recovery has permeated so much into life you know listen i'll tell you i'll I'll give you the instructions of recovery off the off the bat this is what you need to do if you're new find a sponsor work the steps um go to meetings get in the service work and you know pray mm-hmm. because praying won't put you in a worse position than you are in right and then by doing this you will grow as a human being and then you will learn like the aspects the tools that they give you the stuff there the 12 steps is trying to teach you and you'll learn that in your everyday you'll take it over and mm-hmm. it'll go into like just having this conversation I've used so many tools of my recovery and having a conversation with a person you know mm-hmm. not trying to make it all about me <laughs> right <laughs> And uh, so it's it's weird. It just kind of leaches over into all aspects of your life, even things you didn't think it would. Right. So <laughs> yeah. pretty soon it's like something that you're doing, you're consciously doing, and then it'll just be something that's just part of your life. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> get to that point and you'll be all right. It becomes yeah. a habit more or less? Not even a habit. It's just it, it's so ingrained in me today. That's just who I am. You know, oh, like, okay, I, yeah. I usually, yeah. Sometimes I need to consciously, like, what, okay, like, what's it say to do in this situation? <laughs> yeah. But most times, it's just kind of, like, ingrained in me not to, like, not to not, but to do something a certain way, to not lash out or to not hmm. blow things up or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, or not be selfish and don't lie even though it's not a big lie. It's a white lie. Nobody's right. really going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, at work. We have a soda thing there. You know, you open up the fridge. I'm like, well, if I took one of these, nobody would know. Mm-hmm. That's my addict thinking. I'm like, well, I would know. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to start off, like, because it's a slippery slope. I start doing that. Yeah. Maybe I start taking other tools, you know? Mm-hmm. And don't get, I did not do these things. <laughs> it's just it's things that go on in my head, you know? Yeah. So right. I don't want to act on them because I don't want them to become part of my life again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have those thoughts a lot, too, to be honest. Like, 
I think everybody does. Right. There's. I mean, I'm sure everybody has even more horrible things that your brain just comes up with, and you're like, "Whoa, brain! Like, chill. <laughs> yeah. That was, was dark." <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah. Dude, I, I have some weird, intrusive, dark thoughts sometimes, and it's just yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't want you here. Like, you were not invited. How did you get? <laughs> right. in? Yeah. Like, were you cut it at the door? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, um, dude, I think I've told this before. I always get that, dude, when I see people, like, pull, like open their wallets and they keep, like, more money than I think they should keep in their wallets. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, yeah. I'm like, like man, I should I should. Somebody that. needs to teach you to be uh, responsible. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though. Or, or they have a lot of money. I don't think they need all that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I probably need it yeah. more than them. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I, I did that a lot in my mm-hmm. addiction. Like, I would steal stuff and be like, well, like, I'd make excuses. You know, I'd lie to myself and be like, well, it's a big corporation. You know, it's not like a mom and pop shop. Right. Or, mm-hmm. like, I'd steal some, like, tires or something off somebody's front lawn and be like, well, they're just sitting there. They obviously didn't need them. And I need right. more. You know, if they needed them, they wouldn't have left them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd be on the car if they really yeah. needed them, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's just, that's that addict thinking. Like, yeah. just making. Mm-hmm. Manipulating even yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah. right? That's, oh my gosh, that's that's the crazy part of it. Like how you could lie to yourself and believe it. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you bounce it off someone else, which is why I think it's great to have a sponsor. They're just like, what? Exactly. You can always <laughs> none of that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I think you can always see better from the outside perspective. Oh, oh mm-hmm. man, always. All your oh, biases yeah. aren't yeah. there. <laughs> Not like you. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, like anything I've ever been through, like I've like been like oh what should i do here and had to call and ask somebody if they would have called and asked me the same thing i'd be like dude really <laughs> we know the answer here <laughs> and you just don't want to hear the answer no you, you even know the answer no. well, just I like, mean, sometimes it feels good to you know sit in that like just like sometimes yeah you don't want to know you don't want to be oh i don't know your ego will take a hit like oh i was wrong you know mm-hmm. or you know it feels sometimes it feels good it feels good but other times like in those moments, I know, like, I still have good ideas, so I'm still crazy. Right. <laughs> some of my best ideas are some of the ones that can give me the mo- most trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> even though I'll tell myself I'm doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You make that, that justification, and that's another slippery slope. I'm like, well, this is, so this this makes it so that this is okay. Yeah. So, I, I come to find out, like, in big decisions like that, like, if I'm in that equation at all, like if I'm benefiting in that equation or if something's going to go better for me, I really need to take a look at it, mm. you know, because it's like, that's my ego, you know, it's, right. it's my ego and it's my, um, you know, my jealousy maybe or like, you know, uh, my, my ego mainly, mm. like telling me I need this or I want this or I should have this or they, I need it more. Yeah. I really need to take a look at that, and then I need to call somebody and ask them about it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So. See the kind of those warning signs. Yeah. Just like, I think I'm lying to myself here. Yeah. It's not. It's it's weird how it works though. It's not even like I think I'm lying to myself. It's like I know I'm lying to myself, but I'm also like <laughs> fighting it with the other side. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. but this, you know, but this, this will make it better. Like, this is why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, nah, that's not. Like, oh, and man. like my brain's like, I ah, know that's why I'm not really doing it, but let's just keep yeah. going with that. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, so that's yeah. when I pick up the Give phone. me 10 minutes alone with myself, and I will convince me of anything. Oh, dude, it doesn't even take 10 minutes. Give me 30 <laughs> seconds to <laughs> <and> let <laughs> go. Right. <laughs> but hey, thankfully, I have long enough to think about it. Like, uh, you know, driving down the road or whatever. And I'm like, okay, check my motives. What am I really doing this for? Mm-hmm. And if there's even a hint of, like, 
uh, self come up on this or like, you know, or anything like that, like any um, self-motivated behavior that I need to call. I need to call mm. somebody and say, hey, what do you think? What do you think about this perspective? Like, what's your perspective on this situation? Right. And that keeps me out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you imagine, like, even even in a non, not even in the addiction realm, but just if people could do that, if they had someone that they trusted enough that yeah. they went through a major life choice yeah. and could just call someone and be like, does this make sense? Most people don't. They're, you right. know, they live mostly on self-reliance. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. They they think they know themselves so well. They know the right answer all the time. Right. And so I even if you're not uh, a drug addict or you know an alcoholic, one and the same basically. Mm-hmm. I recommend getting an outside opinion on anything. Right. Uh, not anything, but like big things. You know. Yeah. You know things you're uncertain of. Mm-hmm. You know, just talk to somebody else about it, and talk to somebody that's not going to coast on your. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's a great idea, dude. Do that. You know, mm-hmm. talk to somebody uh-huh. like. You, you know, you, you look up to him that won't, you, like, I would, an aunt, an uncle, you know, yeah. or a father, you mm-hmm. know, a best friend that's never steered you wrong, like you and Aaron, you know, <laughs> hey, Aaron, I'm thinking about doing this, dude, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird, like, it's weird how, like, the light kind of switches on when that happens, like, when yeah. it's like, hey, this is not good, and you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I kind of knew that. <laughs> but yeah. right. Yeah, I was just talking to my to my new roommate about that actually like you know like I don't know how the conversation got on but he was he was kind of explaining to me like his way of thinking about it, you know, is there's like three types of friends, you know, and it's like it's not always bad to have all three. And like if you can, you can have all three, but there's certainly like some like, more ideal options, you know. There's like there's the guide, you know, the guy yeah. who's going to kind of th- you know, tell you how it is, regardless of how you feel, you know, mm-hmm. and he may not, he may not say like, dude, like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, yeah. but he may say, you know, man, here's kind of what I think about that. And yeah. like, here's kind of a, maybe a different option, you know, or we can talk about options, you know, and mm-hmm. then there's, then there's like the hype man, like your guy you're talking about, yeah. you know, someone who's just like, oh yeah, man, that yeah. sounds sick. Yeah. yeah do whatever great. you want, dude. It's going to be awesome, man. If you need any help, let me know, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be around <laughs> that, that guy. And then. You know, and then there's the, like, there's just, like, the, oh, so, the, yeah, the yes man, mm-hmm. the guide, mm-hmm. those are the two I really focused on, and now I feel bad, because I can't remember the third yeah, guy. Yeah, you got the fair weather. That might have been it. I think that was the guy. When things get rough, Go. goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's all I had in my life for mm-hmm. a long time, except for one, one guy. Yeah. One guy stuck around me through thick and thin, so I appreciate him for that. And he's mm-hmm. kind of, he's kind of the... Kind of the co-signer, but also the guide too. Like we right. have, we think differently about certain things, you know. And I'm, you know, trying to be his, you know, that not the hype man, but like the friend, but also the like, hey, this is what I think about right. this situation, you know. Yeah. Because I find myself and still trying to be, you know, liked and not trying to make waves. That I won't say stuff like that. But yeah. I'm like, am I really being a friend here, or am I just yeah. being around? You know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like if. If this came up, am I responsible because I didn't say anything? Mm-hmm. Which no, not really. But like mm-hmm. I, because he's my best friend, I find my responsibility. If he asks, or if I ask, hey, do you want to hear what I think about this? Right. Mm-hmm. To tell him and be honest mm-hmm. about it. You know, yeah. If I disagree with it, I'm gonna tell him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not. A, I'm not that guy. That's like I used to be. That guy. That's like, yeah, dude, do that, bro. What? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> sounds sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as long as you like me, yeah, that's a thing to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can make that jump. Mm-hmm. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. You can do oh, it. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's like that's a cliff, though. <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah, no. It, it, this comes like comes back to that question, you know, or not back to that question, but it kind of comes to the question like, what's it mean to be a good friend? You know, like. Like that's kind of I know that's a loaded question, right? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a pretty big one. I can yeah. tell you my perspective on it. Yeah, just being honest. Yeah, being honest in what you what your uh, morals are. You know? Yeah, what you think. Don't he? If he does something, I'm not like I disagree with. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're not my friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. I just disagree with it. Like you live your own life. It's none of my business what you do. However, like if you ask me, I'm going to tell you what I think about it. If you get mad at me, that's one thing. You know. Right. That's mm-hmm. fine. We get yeah. over it. But I'd rather be that friend that's going to tell you the truth than be the fair-weather friend that when you get in your right. I'm gone. Or, like, you end up doing something because I didn't say anything, and you get hurt or, you know, or what ha- whatever. Then I feel responsible because I should have said something when you asked, you know, instead of just going, yeah, you do that, you mm-hmm. know. And if it does go south, uh, you have, for next time, they trust you. Yeah. Because they know that you said something yeah. and it didn't yeah. go well. Maybe they were mad at you, but they know that you'll give it to them straight. And that's yeah. that's yeah. invaluable to have someone to actually reflect off of. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I try and be uh, honest, but also compassionate. Yeah. Right. Time. I don't want to be... They, they're saying it's <laughs> honesty without compassion is brutality. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be a dick, but I'll tell you how I feel about the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think there's a balance to be struck there, you know, between like being direct yeah. and being compassionate, you know, but in a way that like, you, you, it's not, you're pretty clear, like you're pretty clear to them yeah. about like how you feel about it, yeah. but without kind of just being an asshole, you yeah. know? That situation mm-hmm. I was talking to you about earlier, like mm-hmm. that was a fair weather friend, that was a hype man, you know, right. the, I was like, this is my boss, I'm trying to make it my friend, let me do this and like, yeah. hype him, you know, and right. I'll get something out of it, but sitting with myself I'm thinking about it and I feel uncomfortable about it and just, mm-hmm. I don't feel good about it mm-hmm. and then to call somebody and get their opinion and then to talk to him about it and tell my honest opinion about it right. makes me feel better even though it, I might not get the outcome I wanted it's still you know you know better than the alternative which is like yeah go do that and when you know keep continually doing that th- thing that like, yeah do that or i'll do this for you you mm-hmm. know it's going against my morals pretty soon i'm going to run into a roadblock something bad's going to happen you know? right mm-hmm. that's it always does mm-hmm. it's true well tj thanks for coming out and talking to us today man this was a very natural fluid and fun conversation i'm glad we got to do this um for if you guys haven't heard tj's first podcast yet uh we released that like we talked about earlier, September 24th of 2019, uh, search you and I for the Kenai anywhere you listen to podcasts. Scroll down, find that for a little more contextual information, and plus that's full of good stuff as well. Um, also, if you are somebody out there who may be looking for services or looking to get help, uh, the intake office for Serenity House is at 245 North Binkley Street. Uh, it's upstairs. Uh, just go right up the stairs and it'll be on your left-hand side. Um, also, if you want more information about other services, if you don't feel like Serenity House may be the place for you, if you want to look in and learn about other services, you can also reference our podcasts about the other services that we've uh, mentioned before, uh, Cicada, ASAP Aquila, um, 
if mental health services are what you feel if you need right now, you can always reach out to Hope Men's. We've done one with them. Um, many of these other sources that would know more information than we might as well. Uh, Love Inc., some of these other places, uh, Change for the Kenai. Yeah, but if you are someone who fits, who fits that bill right now, there is hope. Um, there is places in this community for you to live that better life. Uh, thank you very much for listening. This was You and I for the Kenai.